Boom shakalaka. Happy Taco Tuesday. You're live on Professor Brass and Friends. Welcome to the Hey, it's time to turn off the video, put it on photo. Emotional, damn it! Ooh, <laughs> Peace! Peace! You are in the house! That's what I'm talking about. Hey, just for our man, just for our man. <laughs> I brought it out, brought it out of hiding right here. The big whoop pig Razorbacks. All right, so so here's a true story. I, I actually used to own one of those, but it wasn't the newer model that you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Fun times and funner times to come. Welcome to Professor Bass Off Road and Friends Talk Radio Show live taping of the podcast number one podcast on all the channels uh starting tonight you just watch i promise oh man it has been a day tony welcome to the show how are you buddy thank you, thank you. i'm doing really good I'm i really, really good. love your shirt and hat i don't know where you got that um but uh, yeah. you know it looks like we know what we're doing That's right. i'm telling you it looks <laughs> like we know what we're doing uh, we all have uh, coordinated our attire, just like seventh grade girls who texted each other this morning and said, hey, what are you wearing? <laughs> and uh, we all showed up to school with the same thing on. So I'm pretty excited about that. You know, whether we do know what we're doing or not, we look like it. So that's, that's all right. that matters. That's, we look good. That's all. That's that right. Well, we had a great time this past Saturday. Tony and, Tony and I did. Uh, it was a great weekend. It was a little different. Um I had planned to go out and try out some of my new equipment, and I actually, uh, but my wife's uh, mom went into the hospital, so I didn't go out Friday night. But Saturday, I went into the Washita's. Turkey hunters were everywhere, and I finally found a little spot to pull off the road, set a few things up, try a few things out that were new, and I got my coffee made, and I was sitting there, and I actually had cell service. And Tony sends a picture that says this is what we're doing today we're going to car wash falls and we're going to uh this place and this place and this place up in the ozarks and we're showing misty tokarski barefoot overlander from lady overlander radio we're showing her around in the ozarks and i'm thinking i ain't got nothing to do and i said i texted him back i said tony i want to go and he said come on so we went up there he didn't tell arla i was coming and I got to a certain place and I had on my Midland radio and they were talking on their Midland radios and I heard them coming. And so I stopped and I pulled off the side of the road and when she topped this hill, I had the biggest bro pose going that you have ever seen. And I heard her say on the radio, well, there's a Joey. <laughs> and I thought, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So we spent the day showing Misty around. Car Wash Falls was rolling. I mean, yeah. it sounded like 
500 people were dropped on my hood when that thing hit. It was so freaking cool. I loved yeah. it. It was a great day. Had a good day. Yeah, she she was real shocked. Come over the hill and she, she saw your rig sitting there and she was like, what? Yeah. Joey? Yeah. Joey's here. Yeah. I got to do Car Wash Falls three times that day uh, because we went through it. And or I went through it trying to get to him and then back through it going to Hall Creek Falls. And then I asked Tony, I said, Tony, how are we gonna get from here to OART store? And he said, Well, I hadn't really thought about that. And I said, Well, there's really only two ways to go. One of them is back the way that we came, and the other one is through about a 19 feet uh deep river right now on the other side of the Union schoolhouse. And I said, I think we better go back the way that we came. So we went back the way that we came, got to I mean, I, my vehicle is so clean. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, what it was until we got past there and I got dirty again. But uh, we got we got to take her to Oark Country Store. She'd never been there and, and ate a burger and had a piece of pie. So that was pretty cool. But in the fire tower. Oh, in the fire tower. I got to see the fire tower for the first the time. Fire tower up on Devil's Knob. Yeah. So, but it was fun. It was fun. I finally got all my parts and got all my tent finally installed. That was an ordeal, but it's finally up there. And I did 80 down the interstate, so I know now it's not going to come off. Um, didn't have a whole lot of wind noise. I was real excited. Didn't hurt my gas mileage at all. So I was pretty pumped about that. And yeah. everything fit. It looks good. Don't you think it looks good? It looks really good. It does look good. I mean, you can't see I daylight between it now. I, I look know. at it, and I'm just like, <laughs> man, that looks freaking good. I went outside this morning and I almost ran into my patrol car looking back at the FJ. And, you know, <laughs> when you do that, you almost you do that, it, didn't you? you know that you've got the right rig. That's right. Man, I'm excited. But we have with us tonight a very special guest, someone that is near and dear to me. Uh, one of my dear friends, uh, Brad Browser with Go Explore USA. Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, Joey and Tony, I, I appreciate y'all very much. Um, I'm just honored to be here, to be honest with you. And uh, I thank you all again for having me. Um, so I, I think I'm supposed to uh, introduce myself. So I'm Brad Brazel. Um, I have a, a, a new business that I've started, Go Explore USA. We'll get to that here in a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm actually an Arkansas native. I was born in Russellville, Arkansas. And I lived there uh, up until my teenage years. And then I moved to Louisiana. And uh, now I have finally lit in uh, uh, Mississippi and have been here for about six years and was an Arkansas fan for the longest. But now that I live in Oxford, Mississippi, um, when you live in Rome, you have to do as Romans do. So I have, I have fallen in love with uh, Ole Miss. And, uh, uh, Why well, have you fallen in love with Ole Miss, Tom, uh, I, Brad? Just, just give me, just give me I, one reason. I just don't understand. I don't understand. I, atmosphere atmosphere um, okay. i will i will be the first one to tell you we don't win all the games um we don't win some of the games we should we win some of the games we shouldn't um so I, i'm a i'm a i'm a thick and thin fan um I, sounds like good. you're talking about arkansas <laughs> <laughs> i was fixing to say it's the same way up here bro we just yeah, started yeah. winning stuff this year we and you we're not used to this we really don't know what to do i know it <laughs> It's strange times. Um, I love Ole Miss baseball. That's probably my favorite. Um, however, we went from number one in the country to 
we may well be last now. I'm not exactly sure, yeah. but uh, but we've had some good games. You know, they've been exciting. Um, you know, we've had some really close games, and uh, um, that's what it's about. You know, it's it's not really about who wins and who loses. It's it's just is it a good game to me? You know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I, I got a daughter that's graduating this year. Um, she'll be going to Ole Miss next year, so we're excited about that. And um, man, just. Um, Glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the Oakland community, and um, just really looking forward to getting into this thing tonight with y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, many of you may know Brad from uh, Natural State Overland. Every year at the rendezvous, he's there making sure everybody was taken care of. Um, Where's the big hat? Uh, yeah, the sombrero. Yeah. Oh. Last year it came in in real handy, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Uh, Brad, Brad uh, made sure that I got me a hat, and uh, I can barely fit in my in my house with this thing. It's so big, but I I promise you, it is it is cheaper than any awning out there, and as big as one. And uh, so uh, I think the, the if you need one of these, talk to the people from Big Elk, and uh, they'll get you one. And for twenty five dollars, you can have one of the biggest awnings that's out there uh, in the overland world. And there's not a drop of rain that'll get on you if you have one of these. So that's right. Yeah, pretty amazing. Now I I went uh now I knew Brad was coming on the show tonight and and pretty much one of some of the only times that I've seen Brad is either at a more expo or at a natural state uh event like that. So I kind of stalked your Facebook page and you know I got to thinking I've never seen Brad without a hat. Never that's seen right. Brad without a hat. So I did find a picture of Brad without a hat, and and uh, that don't look anything like you. That's I not mean, Brad. It's, it's weird. That's that's his doppelganger. That can't be Brad. Uh, well, and, and even amazing wife right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yes, I agree. I agree. Better half. Um, <laughs> but then I, I kept scrolling a little bit, and I found a picture of Brad with no hat and no beard. I know, right? That's an and old that. Oh, that, a good friend of mine's daughter got baptized that night. And, uh, oh my goodness, I have. Who I, is that I, guy? I would have never pictured that. That was uh, that was that was that threw me back a little bit, Brad. I, I just don't look like you, but anyway, um, it was uh, it was it was neat going through all your pictures. There's not a whole lot of pictures of you, um, so it was it was good to go go through all your pictures and meet your family that way. We actually got to meet your daughter before the show started, and. She's a senior this year and graduating, and I know you're busy with all that. Uh, senior years are just magical, yeah. Uh, and I know she's having a great time with that. Yeah. And I and did you say that she's going to be a rebel as well? She will be, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. continue the tradition. Uh, you know, mo this is the, probably one of the first times I've ever seen you without your Ole Miss hat on because you've always yeah. had that hat on. I got it right here. I know you keep it close. You probably yeah, sleep with it on. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, tonight we're going to do something completely different. We've never done this before. Uh, we're adding a new segment to the show, and Tony doesn't even know about this. Brad doesn't right. know about this. But I want to spend a little bit of time each week getting to know the people that were interviewed. So, you know, I may know Brad a little bit, but I want to know him a little bit better. So here we go. We're going to get to know Brad. A little bit. Who are you? 
Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I really want to know. So here's how this segment goes. I spent a lot of time putting that together. So I thought that was great. Uh, here's how this segment goes. I will give you a question, and you will give me a short answer. Okay. Uh, just a just a few questions, but just a short answer. And that way, at the end of this, we'll feel like we've known each other for an eternity. It'll, it'll hey. just be it, – it's taking down the walls. It's tearing the walls down, Brad. I'm not so that's what we're doing. We know we know sometimes we build walls up, and we, and we, and we try to keep to ourselves, but we're going to let the walls down. And we're going we're going to bring it bring out everything. Tony, Tony, come back with us, Tony. <laughs> okay, here we go. Question number one, Brett, who is your hero? Who is my hero? Wow. Um. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um. Wow. Um. Who would be a hero in your life? I guess, like in. In my life today, um, now you stumped me here. All right, so, mm. so Man, I, question I, number one. Goodness. Yeah, number one. I'm already out. Okay, so <laughs> so if if there's one person I strive to be like, it, it's got to be Jesus Christ. Um, okay. There's there's no other answer to that, and um, you know um, it, that's that's just a huge part of my life. Um, you know, I, I try not to, to push my religion on folks uh, by any means, but I also hope to to live um, my life in such a way that, um, you know, I represent Christ. And if, if, if there's any one thing or one person that I look up to, it would be him. Um, I, I try not to put too much um, stock in, in people as a whole. Um, you know, uh, people are great and, and people are, um, you know, beneficial for sure and you know we all need each other however we're all human and at one point or another i'm gonna let you down you're gonna let mm -hmm. me down and if 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 i don't put you up on a pedestal then it really doesn't uh give me the opportunity to to harbor hard feelings if you will um mm -hmm. you know my mind we can just carry on um because you know i just look at it like hey you know it's all right let's go on you mm -hmm. know awesome Question number two: If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Uh, obviously, I would, I would prefer living in the United States, but outside of the United States, it would be New Zealand. I New Zealand. New Zealand. Really? Place. Yes. Wow. If you ever get an opportunity to go to New Zealand, you need to do that. Awesome. Um, just, just. Uh, well, I, my goal: um, I will have arrived when I can do a guided trip in New Zealand. Hmm. And that would be cool. I'll, I'll be signing up for that one. I may or may not have a route already built. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It didn't didn't Epic Family Road Trip didn't they uh, go over to New Zealand for like a month or something, or longer, a couple months? I don't know. I think they stumped me on that. Yeah, I think they did. Stumped me on that. that. They shipped their rigs over, and then they anyway. Never mind. I got to spend about a week in the North Island of New Zealand, and it was phenomenal. It's just not even doesn't even cover it. Um, hmm. you, know, it you can go from from the beach in the north to having penguins in the south, and 
everything in between the the mountain terrain the lakes the the trails it, it's just it's amazing hmm. so hmm. obviously usa first probably new zealand second what is your biggest phobia Ooh. <laughs> um man i don't know um I don't like confrontation that much. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I expected. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty positive guy, and um, you know, I don't know my phobia. Like, I'm not scared of spiders or snakes or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not scared of the dark. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess um, maybe letting people down would be a phobia of mine. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to disappoint people. Um, you know, I do my best to, to be real and uh, to, um, you know, if, if you expect something of me, regardless of what it is, um, you know, I, I want to provide that. And, you know, if I can't, I guess that's a fear of mine. I don't know. Yeah. So, hey, Steve. I see Steve posted a, a yeah. thing. He's signed up for my trip in the Ozarks. Tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. So, well, we're gonna, <laughs> definitely going to be talking about that. And, uh, and uh, maybe when we get through talking about it, he'll still want to be signed up. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Question number. I got two more. If you could choose right. to be anyone in the world for a day, who would it be? Oh man, anyone in the world for a day. Man, that's a that's a tough question. There's a lot of people out there in the world I'd want to be for a day. I'd want to be Elon Musk today. I think that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean. You know, that's kind of like one of those questions, like, if you could talk to anybody in the world that's dead or alive, who would it be? I, man, I just don't know. Um, anyone I could be for a day. Um, I, I would want, I would probably, I don't have a name in mind, but I would, you know, I would love to be able to, um, you know, spend a day in a culture that, that I'm I'm not familiar with and, and yeah. just be immersed in that culture. Um, like I said, you know, New Zealand, Australia, you know, someplace like that and, and just be, a part of the culture for a day. Um, you know, somebody that, that lives that life, you mm. know, I think that would be epic. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking, uh, when you were talking about that, I was thinking Graham Bell, if I could agree be Graham Bell for a day traveling through South America right now, yeah, um, yeah. that'd be, that'd be pretty epic. Okay. Yep. Changing, changing courses a little bit. If you could only eat one meal a day for the rest of your life, what would that meal be? That's easy, man. Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. You can put anything on a pizza. Great. <laughs> great. Grapes. Have great you ever had great pizza. pizza? Huh? You ever had great pizza? Actually, I have. Um, they have it here. That's pretty darn good. Um, I love it. Yeah. So, it. Um, I mean, you can put pineapple and ham. You can put steak, hamburger, sausage. You can put anything you want to on a, on a, on a, uh, on a pizza, man. That's right. So, That's right. I mean, you can even put pasta on a pizza if you wanted to. You macaroni and cheese. Yeah, We've had, I've had macaroni and cheese pizza. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know if that's cheating or not, but uh, that's what I'm thinking of it. I tell you, the great pizza blew my mind. Oh, great uh, pizza like, is so good. Uh, West Virginia is the only place I've ever seen it. But uh, yeah, I've had pizza in Romania, and they put a big dollop of mayonnaise right in the middle of it. Ew. I never understood that and uh, didn't Ew. eat it. Um, I've had pizza in Sicily where they put the 
the olives with the pits on there. I almost broke a tooth because I'd never had an olive with a pit in it. Uh, but the the you know it's it's different over there. But I've had pizza all over the world. It's good. But man, that's awesome. Thank you for answering my questions. I appreciate that. Uh, letting us know a little bit about what's on the inside of Brad. Um, so yeah. Anyway. But we've come to a little, another portion of our show that we like to take just a little bit of a break and talk about our sponsors and give thanks to our sponsors. So we're going to do our sponsor spotlight. It's now time for the sponsor spotlight, talking about all the products, services, events, and businesses that we use and love. Here we go. Who's our sponsor spotlight this week, Tony? Midland. Midland, Midland Radio. USA. Yes. Now, let me tell you, uh, when Brad thought about this uh, Go Explore USA, I'm sure one of the first things that he thought about leading a group of people was communication. If you don't Absolutely. have good communication, you're not going to have a good group. And we are sponsored by Midland Radios, and we've been doing a giveaway for this radio right here. This is a Midland Micro Mobile 15-watt um, uh, 15 channels, eight repeater channels, 10 weather channels, and fast USB charging GMRS two-way radio. We had over 137 people get in our drawing, and we're going to do the live drawing right now. Right now. I have put all the names in a random picker, and Tony's doing a drum roll, and we're going to do this. And uh, right now, Mason wishes he was me because this is what Mason does so well. So yeah. I'm going to hit this name, this thing right here that says pick one. And it's going to go right down through there and weed out all the non-winners. And it's going to pick a winner and everybody's disappearing. And there goes, boom, Overland Spices is the go. winner of Congratulations. our giveaway. And that's really funny because they were actually the company that did our last giveaway. So, Tate, you are the winner. And I will get with you about getting this radio to you. And I appreciate everybody for getting in there and entering this. Now, uh, I believe, Brad, you said earlier that Midland is also sponsoring Go Explore USA. Is that correct? They are absolutely sponsoring Go Explore USA. And I am very grateful to them. Um, so one of the things that, like, like Joe was saying, um, you know, it's very important that everybody in a group have a radio. And so... I was talking to them um, at the Moore Expo, and uh, I was talking to Olivia, and uh, she said, yeah, we would love to help you out. And uh, so we, we ended up, after we got back home, we exchanged a few emails, and yeah, so they sent me enough radios that I'm able to put a radio in the hand of each vehicle that goes with us on our trips. And oh, wow. They'll get a chance to use that radio while they're on the trip, and, uh, you know, let's see, you know, hopefully... Uh, um, they'll like it, and if they do, great. You know, they can get one. Otherwise, they'll know, um, you know, uh, how important communications are for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, super happy to have them on board with Go Explore USA. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, Jared, that is not true. That's not great true. Great Pizza did not put Tony in the hospital. It was something <laughs> else. He's neglecting himself, and it's Dr. Pepper's or Mountain Dew's. Mountain Dew's, right, Tony? Yeah, it's not Dr. Mountain Pepper's. Dew's, Tony in the hospital. We, we determined that it was not the great pizza, I promise. Oh, my goodness. Well, Brad, tell us about uh, how in the world you got into the world of off-road. Where did that begin in your life? 
Man, I took my very first overland trip in 1991, May 12th or 14th. I can't remember. One of the two. Um, me and a buddy of mine, uh, Randall Elliott, we're still friends to this day, a uh, friend of mine in high school. Um, the night I graduated, um, the very next morning, we got up at 5 a.m. and headed to Colorado. And most everybody else in our grades went, you know, on a cruise or to the beach or whatever. He and I loaded up in his regular cab, uh, GMC, four-wheel drive, uh, stick shift, no Z71, no lockers, no nothing but an 8274 Warren on the front and some Biff Booger's Did it have we, the, the hub? You had to get out and twist the hubs on the, on the actual axles to get it to lock in? He had two of those trucks. One of them had the manual hubs, one didn't. I don't remember. I, can, I don't think this particular one had the manual hub, yeah. but I know the other one did. Yeah. Um, which we wanted them. Um, I just don't yeah. think they offered them at the time uh, on that newer model. So, um, yeah. So we literally went to Colorado. Um, this was before, you know, right at the time where you know cell phones were not something that you know nineteen-year-old kids ran around with, mm-hmm. and um, we had a road atlas, and that's it. And we spent a week wandering through Colorado and ended up, um, you can, you can still find it on a map. Have you ever been to the, uh, to the great sand dunes in Colorado? Look at this. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. I still have my road atlas from back when I was a truck driver in 1994. And, uh, I mean, this thing. It's it's probably all the highways probably ain't even sitting in in the same places anymore. But no. I still have this thing. I still look at it every now and then. I've still I've got one. It's packed away in the closet. Yep. So um, we spent a week right running around and and um, just the two of us. And um, man, we 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 had such an adventure on that trip. Um, Mount Blanca is right um, at, around where the Great Sand Dunes National Monument is. I don't know if y'all have ever been there or not, but. Uh, Yep. We ended up driving in, in May. We drove to the top of Mount Blanco in his truck. And when we got up there, there was a lake. And, of course, it was frozen over because the top of the lake was still covered in snow, top of the mountain. And um, we were literally winching through snow drifts that were 14, 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're only like 20 or 30 feet wide. But, you know, it was just a huge mound of, of snow. And um, so... Um, you know, that trip was such an adventure for me and something that I never forgot. And from then on, um, you know, I've had I've had Jeeps, I've had Broncos, I've had pickup trucks. I've, I've had all kinds of stuff over the years. And um, um, it, it's just kind of a deal that has morphed from that time. And, I mean, you know, I call it an overland trip today. We just went camping. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's what I called it back in 91. And, uh, but, but we did the same thing, you know, and, um, just that adventure of going someplace that's not familiar and seeing some of the stuff that we saw. And, you know, those are the things that you remember forever. And, yeah. um, you know, that one trip is what hooked me forever. So that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, I know that you, uh, uh, up till recently, you did have a Jeep. Uh, this was your Jeep. Uh, yep. what, uh, uh, Jeeps are always in uh, like letters, so I don't know what the letters that, are on this. That is a 2005 uh, TJ Rubicon. TJ. So, you yeah. know, uh, Jeep likes to put letters together. 
just not in a row. A lot like FJs, uh, but it's a uh, TJs, RJ, JK, whatever. And then they get special, and then they put the JKU, and then the you know they had somebody intelligent come in there so they could add a third letter in there. Uh, but now they're on the LJs, YJs, whatever. Um, JKUR. There you go. Really? Rubicon. Wow. Well, that just blew somebody's mind right there when you said that. Um, you know, like my Harley is an FLSTX. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I, it's just a freaking, you know, uh, ultra classic is all it is. They just put a lot of letters in there to make it fancy and more pricey. Um, but you have recently upgraded big time. I mean, <laughs> big time. Uh, to, to the Tacoma, uh, and you have nicely put uh, uh, Go Explore USA on here. Tell us what you've done to your Tacoma to make it overland ready. Uh, all right, so the first thing that I always tell people, and of course, it's kind of like the guy that cuts grass for a living. He never cuts his own grass, you know. Um, yeah. My, the first thing that I always recommend is a good set of sliders. Unfortunately, that was almost the last thing I put on my truck. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but I put some I put some good dealer sliders on it. Um, I I have a I believe it's a two or two and a half inch old man emu uh, lift with the Dakar leaf springs, the heavy packs on the back. Mm -hmm. um, I have a an ARB classic front bumper, which there's so many front bumpers out there today, and so many of them look just so good. Um, but man, I just, there's something about the ARB on a Toyota, man. It's like, mm -hmm. it just almost belongs there, you know? And, uh, so, um, and if, if you notice on that truck, the, the two fog lights that are on the front, um, those actually, I've had those on about four different vehicles over the years. Um, mm -hmm. the two ones in the front, yep. um, with white covers, I, I had those on my TJ. I had them on, um, my old, uh, CJ five. My old CJ7, rather, and I had them on uh, my old Bronco. I had a 79 Bronco at one time. Oh, wow. So those are, those are kind of like a, a required accessory, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, like your calling yeah. card. That's the first thing yeah. you see on any of your vehicles is two white lights on the front. That's right. So, uh, um, yeah, I actually talked to somebody, my, my son-in-law, the other day about um, – powder coating those for me because they're getting kind of rusty and looking kind of rough. So um, maybe I can get them repowder coated and put them back on yeah. there. But, uh, but yeah, so um, I also have a, um, I, I did the, I don't know. I don't, I don't think those are mid rack bars um, on the bed. Um, uh, they're, they're not tall because they don't stick above the cab. Right. Um, they're somewhere in between. Had, yeah. Yeah. They're somewhere between. And um, I thought they were perfect. Um, I wish I could recall who built them, but, um, anyway, so, um, I got those and, um, they're made also a deal in tubing, which is really strong, um, helps keep the bed from spreading apart from the weight of the tent. Mm -hmm. Um, I added a CVT, um, Mount Baker, I believe, tent is what it's called, um, hard shell. Um, I was in the process of, uh, you know, kind of figure out what I was going to do with the bed. At one point, I had a uh, camper shell on it and really liked the camper shell, but the camper shell I got, I got it used. And, and it was made for my truck. However, um, it, it was an older design, and I couldn't get it to quit leaking. I mean, every time it would rain, I would get water inside my 
truck. And as long as I, if it was just like my camping gear, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But when you're kind of sleeping there with your bedding and all that stuff, and every time it rains, it gets wet, um, that, that got old pretty quick. Um, and I tried everything I could to get it to seal out. and couldn't get it to seal out. So I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going on a rooftop tent. And I'm glad I did. I, I love um, the... Um, I love the rooftop tent that I have. Um, it's actually like a full-size bed, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, I added um, the roof rack is there simply to hold my solar panels. Um, I have two solar panels that I picked up on Amazon at a reasonable price. Um, they are basically, uh, if you hold a Renology panel next to these panels, they're called like HJQs or something, I forget. Um, and... Um, um, they are identical to, um, do you see uh, Rick's comment on there? Do you see Rick's comment on there? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Rick. Oh, Jeep guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I got 200 watts of solar on the roof. I got, um, um, I've got that connected to my red arc, uh, BCDC controller, which mm -hmm. that was a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. Um, same. Uh, Same. Blessed to have uh, anti-gravity batteries supporting us also. So I'm running some, some LiPo uh, batteries that they provided for us. And, man, between the, the charger and the batteries and the solar, um, it man, I am at, at no loss for power. I can charge mm. anything. Um, you know, I, people ask, you, why do you need solar panels? Well, Solar panels, I don't really need when I'm on a trip. I need solar panels when I'm not on a trip. They keep my batteries charged while my truck's mm -hmm. sitting in the driveway. Um, you know, because I have a work truck, and I drive my work truck to work. I don't drive my truck every day. And mm -hmm. so it may sit a week, and if I'm not cranking the truck and running it, um, then my batteries will go dead, you know, because mm -hmm. I keep my fridge in my truck all the time, and it, it stays running all the time. And so... Um, the solar panels are more to keep everything maintained when I'm not on a trip. Than, yeah. Because when I'm up, I'm generally driving all day, you know, or at least several hours during the day. And with that Red Arc BCDC controller, it, within a few hours, it's going to top those batteries off. And mm -hmm. you know, it, that's not a problem. The problem comes in when, when it's parked and you're not using your stuff. Um, you know, that's when you have a problem with your batteries going down and, and that's what really hurts your battery life and things of that nature. So mm -hmm. I also added, a, I have a water system on my truck. Um, I've got 12 gallons of, of water. Um, I have a pump and a filter. Um, I have the ability to, um, for example, take a five gallon bucket and set it beside my truck and pump water out of that bucket through a filter and into my tank so I can use it later or I can pump it out of the bucket into the filter and use it as a shower, if you will, mm -hmm. and not use, not use the water in my tank. Um, I can throw a hose in a Creek if I need to and filter it before it goes into the tank or whatever. Um, and I can also just hook a garden hose like from the house and fill the tank. So, mm -hmm. um, that's pretty convenient. Um, I don't necessarily drink that water. Um, I mostly use it for cleaning and cooking and, and washing, um, you know, myself and dishes and things of that nature. Comes in real handy for, for putting out campfires, things like that. Because, um, you know, we don't want to leave our campfires burning when we leave camp. So, uh, yeah. Um, I have a 14 gallon extra fuel tank on the truck. 
and um, I don't have it wired exactly like I want it to yet. Um, it, it's on a pump. Um, at some point, I would like to, to tie it directly to my fuel tank so I can just flip it on going down the road or whatnot. Um, but right now, I do have to stop and you know actually fill my tank. But you know, the good thing is with that much fuel, um, if, if I need to give somebody else fuel, it's not a problem. You know, we, wow. we've been camping trips before when, you know, we're like, hey, you know, somebody forgot to get gas or whatever before they started. And, you know, they're getting kind of low. And, you know, it, it's nice to have, a you know, a little more than you need. Now, granted, I don't I don't always take 14 gallons because uh, that's a lot of weight and a lot of fuel. However, um, you know, um, just knowing that I have that opportunity, you know, is, is a benefit. Um, I run Biff Goodrich Mud Train tires. Um, I run those, man, for years. Um, I've just always had real good luck with them. Um, I know some people like them, some people hate them. Um, you know, I've knock on wood, I've, I've not ever cut one on a trail. Um, you know, I run the super skinny tires, which on my Jeep, I ran the 1250 wide tires and loved it because. I could bump trees and things of that nature in the Jeep, but my my Tacoma is different in the, the way the fenders are and all that, and everything's more tucked under the truck. So I went with the skinny tire in an effort to, um, A, keep more of the dirt off the, uh, off the truck, and B, I really like the traction that I get from, uh, it seems that the, the skinnier tread pattern uh, gives me a little bit more contact pressure and mm -hmm. you know it, it just it just goes i mean i, I don't know I, I haven't had a wider tire on it so i don't really have nothing to compare it to on the tacoma but I, i'm very impressed with the narrow tire and mm -hmm. how well how well it does um so um as far as comms go i have a midland um i know i'm supposed to know the is it a is it a sxt 175 the 15 watt that's every all the controls are on the mic um, I'm supposed to know that off the top of my head, I'm sure, but I can't recall it. The MXT 275? That's it. That's it right there. Um, yeah, it's, we have that one as well in Connie's video. Yeah. yeah. I love that radio. Um, what I like most about it is the the main body of it I have actually mounted behind the back seat um, in my truck, and I ran uh, basically a Cat 5 from there under my carpet through my console and i have a very small almost cigarette lighter size port that's in my plastic that my microphone actually plugs into so if i want to like for example when i went to more expo um i took all my radios out because i was staying at a hotel and you know i just didn't want all my stuff in the truck because i didn't want to knock out the glass and you know try to take them so literally all i had to do was just unplug the microphone flip the little cap over it and I mean, it's almost invisible that you have a hmm. full, you know, radio. Yeah. Um, I have an ICOM uh, 7100 uh, ham radio. I am a ham radio operator. Um, I um, am licensed to do, you know, the basic stuff plus HF. Um, that's a hobby I'm just getting into and really enjoying. Um, there's something about being able to sit in my driveway here in Oxford and talk to somebody in Canada, you know, that's just kind of cool to me, um, you know, to be able to do that sitting in my truck. Um, and I also have what most people nowadays don't have, and that's a CB. So I'm still rocking a CB. Um, however, um, for the most part, the reason I have a CB is for when I'm on the interstate going, you know, to a trailhead. 
um, especially between Memphis and Little Rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is handy to know where the wrecks are because there's. It no is. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, the last time I used my CB, I passed a truck driver on the way to uh, Rendezvous, I believe, was where I was going. And he had left his keys in the door. So he was driving down the interstate, and this big wad of keys was in his door. And I got on the CB and actually told him that they were there, and he pulled off and got them. So that's the last time oh. I used it. And, uh, but, you know, it's, it's there uh, in case. Because, you know, when we first started, it was required on all the rides. Everybody had to have yep. one. And, yep. you know, everybody says, I'm pulling mine out, pulling mine out. Well, uh, the one I've got is a lot at, like the MXT 275. It's the, I think it's the Cobra that's got all the stuff on the head of it. It's not yeah. in the way, not doing anything. Yep. So I just left it in there. That's right. And I, think I probably have the same one. And and to to tell you a story about that, um, I it was one one day last year we were in the Ozark National Forest and we were went to the to the old homestead and. Um, um, we were sitting there just enjoying ourselves, you know, taking in the sights, looking around. And this forerunner comes pulling up, and it was a, a guy and a girl. And um, the, the lady was visibly upset, and the guy was visibly panicked. And uh, basically, he's like, man, we are lost, and we have no idea where we're going, and we need some help. And we were like, hey, you know, we're, we're heading you know, right towards the highway, and you're welcome to follow us out. And he only had a CB radio. So you know, he was trying to call people and, and talk to people, but you know, no one's using CB radios right now for the most mm. part. And so yeah. I was the only one in the group that could talk to the guy because I was the only one that had a CB radio. So that, that's another reason I keep it because you just don't ever know, you know when, when you're going to have somebody show up that, that that's all they have. That's true. And, and it worked out great for that, you know. That's so, true. That's true. Well, that's yeah. cool. I appreciate you sharing with us about your rig. Um, I want to get into uh, the adventure that you have just started with the Go Explore USA and, and talk a little bit about that and what's that all about and your dream about that. But we're going to take just a little bit of break. We'll be right back. You're watching Professor Bassett. Hi, this is Jerry from Temple Touch. This is Aaron with Artemis Overland Hardware. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Kara from Ozark Overland Adventure. I'm Adam with Oki Overland. I'm Tank with Overland Spices. Hey guys, what's up? It's Drew with Rock Squash Designs. Here with the Rock Squash. That's Jeff. Glad I could visit him. Hi, I'm Julie, the Overlander next door. And I'm Phil from Down to Mob. And, and you're, you're watching. watching. And you're watching. And you're watching. Professor. Professor. Bats. <laughs> Bats. <laughs> Bats. Crazy. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. More Expo. Tack Form Mounts. Trail Rated Coffee. Linson Solar. Howling Moon Tents and Awnings. Big Iron Overland Rally. June 10th through the 12th in West Mineral, Kansas. Mountain Hatch. Lifesaver Water Filters, MC Ranch Overland, Snowmaster Fridges, EcoFlow, Timbo Tusk, Dow Dynamics Lighting, and our good friends at Midland Radio. Thank you for joining our show. Yeah! No pros, just bros on this show. Thank you for being here. Here we go. Oh, 
appreciate all the sponsors, and we appreciate everybody joining in on our videos that we were able to do at More Expo. That's always fun. Um, uh, so, Brad, the Go Explore USA, where in the world did this come from? All right, so I guess the very beginning of it was, um, you know, there were times where, um, you know, when I was with Natural State Overland as a group, we always talked about, hey, how cool it would be to, you know, to to lead trails and this, that, and the other. And we just never could get it to work out. And so it come to a point where I was like, man, this is something that I really think would work. And you know, there were some folks that were like, no, you can't do it. You know, this won't work. That won't work. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit down and figure this out. And so mm -hmm. I sat down and, and, um, you know, I started asking questions to the people that mattered to and found out that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't give me answers if I didn't have like an LLC, um, mm -hmm. you know, cause they're like, well, you, you can't do this without an LLC. So we're not going to waste our time, which I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I said, okay, so how do I do that? So I figured that out and, um, you know, then people started talking to me and I started doing more and more research and I'm like, you know, I, I really believe this can be done. And so, um, through months and months of research and emails and contacting folks, um, you know, I just came to the conclusion that, yeah, I think this will work. And so, um, you know, um, ended up stepping down from Natural State Overland. Um, Randy and I and, and the group are still on excellent terms. So if you hear anything different, uh, don't believe it. Um, in fact, I talked to Randy just the other day and uh, he and I talked, you know, pretty much weekly and, you know, just about, you know, life and, and work and, you know, all the things that we love to talk about, Overland and all that stuff. So, um, you know, we're still on excellent terms and I will be at Rendezvous. Um, already got a booth picked out and hope to teach a class. So uh, looking forward to that for sure. But yeah, so uh, in an effort to uh, free up my time and, and give myself the time to invest in this uh, venture, um, I stepped down from that and, um, you know, um, uh, ended up talking to Matt about it um, with uh, Ozark Overland Adventures, and uh, he was very supportive and said, "Hey, you know, um, you know, let's get together on this deal." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, um, I thought it was a great idea." And so we we talked to Nathan as well, and uh, of course they're not partners. Not, this is all my deal. Um, however, you know, we are kind of working together and, you know, Matt's agreed to attend as many of the events as he can. And he's going to shoot a video, um, which, you know, we've all come to love Matt's videos for sure. And uh, Nathan, you know, he's just an amazing photographer and loves, is very passionate about the Overland Outdoor Photography. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what a, what a better way to, to capture your vacation as to have, you know, professional photographer go on your trip for three days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to take anywhere from three to 500 pictures a day, you know, on this trip. And uh, you'll get to take that home with you to keep, um, you know. So uh, it, it then I, I got to looking at, at locations and things that, that I wanted to explore. And, um, you know, of course, I've, I've, I know lots about the Ozark National Forest. Um, I know quite a bit about the uh, Washington National Forest. Um, you know, I look at the Washington National Forest as something where, um, you know, the, the trails are not as hard, but it's beautifully scenic and there's lots of really interesting things to go look at, mm -hmm. um, for someone that's just getting into overlanding, which is, is the people that, um, that we're trying to cater to, um, are, you know, my objective, I say our, um, 
Go Explore USA, um, the objective of this whole business is to get people um, involved in overlanding that, you know, they've been to the expos, they've seen all the gear, you know, they're watching the videos um, online, you know, they're like, hey, this is something I want to do, but I just don't really know how to get started. And, yeah. you know, if, if you think back to when you first started doing this, you know, and I know with me, for example, um, you know, that first trip that, I, that we took to Colorado, um, I'm not going to lie to you, the whole bed of that truck was full of food. We could have stayed yeah. out there six weeks, okay? <laughs> we don't, and we don't want to forget nothing. Yeah. You know? And like there's not a store out there at all, you know. <laughs> to say, we loaded the truck up at home and drove to Colorado, which yeah. we lived in Indiana. So we drove with a truckload of stuff all the way to Colorado. And uh, I'm like, why didn't we just stop and buy it once we got there and save all yeah. that all that weight? Yeah. And get, you know? um, so, you know, you, you don't know what to bring. You know, you think, oh, I've got to have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. You know, if I don't have this name brand that or this name brand this, then, you know, I, I can't do it. But the reality is, you know, overlanding is not, um, you know, how big of a mud hole can I go through? How steep of a hill can I um, How big of a rock can I go over? Or how deep of a river can I cross? You know, yeah. those, things, those things happen sometimes. However, that's not, that's not all it is. You, you can overland, it's like I was telling people to more Expo, you can overland in a 1972 Volkswagen Beetle with a hammock and an ice chip. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to have, you know, the biggest, baddest, whatever. Um, and I'm trying to give people the comfort to go out, um, take away some of that animosity they have of, you know, well, can I cook? Can I, you know, do I have the right vehicle to you know, do I have enough recovery gear? Do I have, you know, enough tools in case I break down? What if I break down? What if I get lost? What if I camp in the wrong spot? You know, what if uh, I end up on a trail that's illegal? You know, I don't know how to read Gaia. I don't know how to use a GPS mapping system. You know, I don't have a radio. All these things that, that people use as an excuse or or have a um, an animosity toward, you know, that we might keep them from going. We want to try to give them an opportunity and say, hey, look, it's okay that you don't have a radio. We're going to give you a radio you know, to use on the trip. Um, it's okay that you don't have recovery gear. Um, we have recovery mm -hmm. gear. We have just, you know, um, you know, we're going to pre-run the trails. Um, hopefully no one gets stuck. I mean, that's, you know, the object is not to get people stuck because the last thing we want is for somebody to tear up a vehicle or, yeah. or spend a day winching all eight of us through, you know, an obstacle. Yeah, yeah our goal our goal is for you to go out for you to to enjoy yourself relax have a good time be able to see the sights be able to look at the points of interest and not worry about how do i find a camping spot how do i do this how do i do that we're taking care of all that and the goal is for when you leave um one of the things is you're going to have um a, a, a route that you can go back to um, you'll know what's out there because you've already been. Um, you can begin exploring from that route and, and explore on your own, you know, with a friend. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, we, we allow up to six vehicles on a trip. Um, so there'll be eight total, um, two guided vehicles and then the six participants. Um, 
hopefully they will meet people that are like-minded on the same skill level as mm-hmm. them. And, and it might be that they end up overlanding with somebody from that group, you know, for years to come, you know, because yeah. they, you know, created a, a friendship that'll last, you know, yeah. um, you know, we're going to be able to, to, to show them also some items that, you know, Joey and Tony, how many times have y'all been through the Ozark National Forest and then later on find that, oh, well, there was a waterfall that you drove, you know, 100 yards from and you never knew it was there. So many times. All the time. All the time. All the time. Our goal is to, to, to focus our trips and our routes around things like that. That I mean, some people may know it's there. Some of it may be on the map, but it's really cool. Um, and you know, so we're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna go look at um, things that you may or may not have found or known were even there had you not been on a trip with us. You know, so points of interest, things like that. Um, you know, we're gonna provide everything from um, the campfire wood. You know, because like you know, y'all know as well as I do that you can't bring outside wood in, so all of it has to be you know, native to wherever you're camping. Um, so we're going to take care of that. We're going to take care of your breakfast. Um, and we're going to feed you something good. We're not going to hand you a pop tart and a, and a juice box and say, have fun and enjoy your day. You know, yeah. we're going to. Driver's hard. meeting in 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris Holloway's coffee at 11. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we're going to. Um, uh, Matt, Nathan, and I are going to handle all the cooking responsibilities and all the cleaning responsibilities for the dishes and all that. So, you know, that's something else you're not going to have to worry about. Um, you know, there, one thing I hate, and, and it happens um, from time to time, and, and y'all, have, I'm sure, have had it happen. You know, you're out on a trail, and, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. You're having a great time, and all of a sudden, man, it's dark, and we ain't made camp yet, and we still got to mm. cook. And, you know, it, man, it's 10 o'clock before you get everything cleaned up. And you're like, I've spent no time by the fire. You know, it's like yeah. I came out there to sit by the fire and do nothing. Yeah. And, and here I am, 10 o'clock, I'm putting away my last dish. And now it's time to go to bed, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So we want to give our, our, our customers an opportunity to not have to worry about that. They can go sit by the campfire, enjoy themselves, talk, you know, have a good time. And, uh, you know, we'll call them when dinner's ready. Or, or we'll yeah, bring yeah. it to them. You know, whatever they want, Maybe they prop up their feet and say, "Just bring me my plate from there." You know. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I, I looked on your website. You you did a really good job of building your website, and that is G O X P L O R U S A Go Explore USA dot com. I'd I'd like to encourage everybody to go to that and check it out. But one of the a couple of the things on there really caught my attention when I was looking at it. And what was your mission? Uh, your mission says, and I'll just read this because I don't expect you to know it from memory. Uh, <laughs> at Go Explore USA, we provide an authentic overland adventure where you will discover new and exciting places without the stress of going solo. And a lot of people, that is a worry. You know, you yep. don't know anybody. You're just you're just getting into it. Um, uh, I had a guy ask me today, uh, is there anybody going to the bonfire? We'd like to hook up with a group. So, you know, there's always people out there looking for others and not only do you provide um a a a way for people to get together but you also provide this as a way for people to meet each other like you said for future so without the stress of going solo mapping your own trails a lot of people don't know how to do that Uh, they can sit through matt mcclellan's gaia class 14 times and it's still not click you know some people just can't get it 
uh, or ending up on a private or illegal trail. And that's something that a lot of people worry about. Go Explore USA will do all the hard work for you so you can enjoy the great outdoors. And I think you have really touched on that. You do all the work so people can just go and enjoy themselves. And that's what a lot of people need. Now, uh, for those of us who love the cooking or, or, or the different parts of it, um, you know, it's, it's, it would be a little bit different experience for us. But if, if you're somebody that, that just wants to get out there and meet people, uh, enjoy the newness, maybe you've not been to this place before. It, it would be such an incredible thing for you to look this up, to go on these and, and experience this without having to worry about all that the first time. You know, there's, there's something to say about don't dive in to the deep end if you don't know how to swim. And so if you, if you don't want to worry about running out of propane or, or if you take all the food in your kitchen because you're worried about running out of food like we have all done, or if you're worried about being too cold, uh, being worried about being out there by yourself, this is this is the thing for you. Um, it is it's something very cool. I've actually been on a guided trip like this, and it was actually refreshing to me to experience something different, to not have to cook all the meals, and to be able to pull up at camp, pop the tent up, get your chair out sit around a fire that somebody's already built for you yep. and just get to visit with everybody because otherwise, you know, on a normal trip, you're just, okay, what do we eat? I need to cut this up. I need to cook the chicken. I need to get this done, get the scottle out. Oh man, the fire's gone out. Got to go get more firewood. And you know, and, and it's just one thing after another. And so having it all done for you in a extremely organized way is good, not just for the novice, but for those of us who want to get out there and just be pampered a little bit. That's so right. I think, I think you're offering it, offering something for everybody. Yeah. So it, you know, it, and again, like you mentioned, some people like to cook. Our, our objective um, is to give our customers an opportunity to ask those questions. Um, you know, as well as I do, especially being in social media and, and online, um, you know, um, having managed Facebook pages in the past, um, you know, some people, you, you ask us what, what you consider a, a, a legit question, and you get hammered by these trolls, you know. Yeah. And so, so nobody wants to ask questions anymore. You yeah. know, um, we're giving you an opportunity to actually go out and use your equipment and ask any question you want to. Now, I don't claim to be a, a, a knowledgeable about every single piece of equipment, okay? Nobody is. I, however, you know, I've done this enough, Matt's done this enough, Nathan's done this enough that, you know, we can guide you and, and help you figure that out. You know, you, like you said, um, you know, you can sit through 14 of Matt's classes on Gaia, but until you're sitting in your vehicle with that, you know, tablet or that phone in front of you and you're looking at that map and you can't figure out how to get the private land use map on your mm -hmm. on your thing um that's when you have questions is when you're sitting there looking down the dirt road um you know you got one eye on the dirt road and one eye on the guy and you're like uh-oh what now you know yeah. but if you get on the radio and say hey matt um how do i get this map layer to come up on my guy and he just rattles off to you how to do it over the microphone or he comes back there and shows you how to do it mm -hmm. i mean 
that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. um, I had to yeah. learn something. We all have questions. You know, you like to cook, Joey. I know that. I've eaten some of your food. That's amazing. Um, awesome. if, if our customers. I like to eat. I like to yeah. eat, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if our customers are like, hey, I want to help cook, come on. You know, we're going to, yeah. if you, hey, how do you do that on, on what you're cooking with? You know, come on. I'm, that's why you're there. You're there to learn, and, and we're there to answer any question that you might have um, about anything you want to ask a question about. It's right so, there on the website. If you have a question, contact uh, has your email right here under frequently asked yep. questions. Um, it's there for everybody to be able to use. I love, this part of your website um this is the information page that you have um uh so i've I, like i said i've been on a paid guided trip before and uh there really wasn't a lot of information put out there so we really didn't know what to expect and there were other people that showed up uh, uh now very good friends of mine showed up in a 2021 uh forerunner that they had just bought had less than a thousand miles on it and they were like man we, we really don't know where we're going we haven't really done this a lot uh they were worried about getting damage or scratches or anything like that so you have on here several different questions that explain a lot of things and if your question is not answered by any of these about what the, the event consists of what i need to bring uh, and, and so forth, your emails right there, your, your question yep. can be answered. And yep. so it tells you the meals that are provided and tells you who's going to be there. The videos you'll get, the, the photos that you'll get, it lets yep. you know, um, what you need to bring. Uh, if you can bring any more people, uh, why book with you, why you're different than everybody else. So that is another uh, thing that you answer with that. And so, uh, I love your answer to this. It says our goal is to provide an authentic overlanding experience. We'll do all the hard work for you so you can show up, relax and get closer to nature. We scout the areas for the best spots to camp, locate points of interest, and you just go on and go on and go on. So it, it you're not out there saying, Hey, we're better than everybody else, or no, we have a better experience than everybody else. You just legitimize what you're doing for those yeah. who put their confidence and send money your way, you're going to give them exactly what they paid for. Right. And, and I think one of the things that, um, you know, my, my slogan, I guess, if you will, is an authentic overland adventure because, um, you know, we're going out and we're going on an overland trip. Um, you know, as well as I do that you, you can plan all you want to plan, but when you get out there, Things happen, terrain changes, trees fall. You know, mm. uh, you know, you're coming down the trail that you went down yesterday, and now all of a sudden, you know, there's a tree across the road. What do you do now? You yeah. know, um, if if it's your first time in the woods, you know, do you know how to navigate around that if you can't cut that tree and move it? Uh, do you know how to safely remove a tree off the trail? Um, you know, do you have the equipment to do that? Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, so it it you know, what do you do if you have a flat tire? Well, it might be that somebody gets a flat tire. And, you know, if that happens, we're going to show them, you know, the, the safe, uh, proper way to, to, to fix that. Um, you know, uh, we've had tires come off the bead 
that we were able to reseat without even taking the the, the, the tire off the truck. Um, mm-hmm. Just do it right there on the trail. And, you know, I would say most people probably don't know how to do that. Um, Can of hairspray but, and a long ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Back in the old days, we always carried a bottle, uh, some Aquanet with us, but I don't even know if you can get that anymore. <laughs> that was the most flammable stuff on earth. That's right. Um, you know, a ratchet strap goes a long ways too. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, it's it's things like that. You know, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you that it's not gonna rain. I'm not gonna tell you that it's not gonna snow eight inches like it did on us in Kentucky. Um, you know, um, it, it's just uh, uh, it's a real deal. You know, we're going to go out, we're going to have fun, and um, we're going to take it as it comes. And, you know, uh, things happen, and we'll deal with it as it comes. And, and hopefully everybody leaves, um, you know, better educated and with their questions answered that, you know, they might have had before they come out. And our goal, you know, is to, you know, obviously we would like for people to take more than one trip with us. Um, however, um, our, our ultimate goal is for them to go out and be able to do this on their own. And, and enjoy the overall lifestyle, you know, whether they yeah. do it once a year or, or full time, you know. Um, and, and, you know, like you said earlier, Joey, um, you know, we're catering to the, the, the new folks. However, you know, seasoned veterans are more than welcome. And I promise you, you'll have a good time and, and you'll see some stuff. Uh, you know, if, um, you know, I, I've always said too, you know, if, if you're doing solo trips across the, uh, you know, north and south america um you know we might not be something that you're interested in however you're still welcome and and i think you'll have a good time yeah i, th- I think my wife has pinched the grandbaby yeah. so if you hear a baby squealing in the background that's uh that's what's going on it wasn't happy. me it wasn't me papa does not pinch the grandbaby um you know it's it's so funny because i start the show off and my bulldog is laying in the floor snoring i don't know if y'all heard him but no. he hacks and snores and farts and all that so i gotta <laughs> deal with that and then she gets on with the grandbaby and she pinches her and she drops. so anyway it's a live show folks that's what that's what you get when you watch it's a live show you get um, what you get you don't throw a fit get what you get throw a fit you know you don't have to be here but i appreciate you being here um <laughs> now brad i want you to talk about the upcoming trips that you have uh, you've got two planned uh, for this year and one planned for next year on your website. That's right. So our first trip um, for this year will be in September, uh, September 9th through the 11th, and that's to the Washington National Forest. Um, that trip is going to be, um, like I said, it's, there, there's not a lot of hard terrain. Uh, the trails tend to be wider there, so you're less likely to get you know, the, the brush marks and things of that nature. Um so that would be an excellent trip for people with uh, full-size vehicles or, um, you know, stock vehicles. Um, I know one of the guys that I have signed up right now has a, a completely stock. I believe it's an 03 uh, TJ. And um, I think that's he's a on Jeep, the- right? Yep, Jeep TJ, yeah. that's right. Um, <laughs> and um- <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> You're killing um, me. Yeah, so uh, – but I mean, that's a perfect vehicle for that trip. Um, you know, um, now granted, I, there is a, a limit as far as when I say full size, um, you know, um, I, I hesitate to bring, you know, a, a four door, one ton long bed, um, four wheel drive on a Overland trip. Um, 
because I just don't know how that would work. But, yeah. uh, you know, if, if you have something in the 140-inch wheelbase range, uh, you know, I, I think you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. um, so the next trip that we have planned is in November, uh, November 4th through the 6th, and that will be in the Ozark National Forest. And um, that particular trip is um, um, uh, going to be centered around waterfalls for the most part. And uh, the um, uh, that trip will be a little more, you know, there'll be a little bit more uh, um, terrain, technical terrain to deal mm -hmm. with. Uh, however, uh, most stock vehicles will be just fine. Um, that one... Uh, may not be so good for full-size vehicles not because they're not capable it's the width that we worry about so yeah. um you know I'm, i've had a few people say hey i'm driving this will this work uh for the most part i've, I've given them a, an okay you know uh, on what they're driving um i kind of like uh, as long as matt's uh, uh truck will run through it um you know as far as the width goes then they'll be fine so mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, the, the next trip that we have planned in March of 2023, uh, March 22 through 26, is uh, Section 1, as we're going to call it, of the Kentucky Adventure Tour. And the reason it's called Section 1 is because that's actually a 1,000-mile route. Um, and uh, obviously, we can't uh, do that in a, in a short trip. Um, so we're going to break that up into different pieces. And um, that's going to be kind of broken into sections. And mm -hmm. it may be that we do that in maybe four or five sections. Um, there's another uh, Daniel Boone Backcountry Byway loop at the very top that we may make that a, a whole other day or a whole other trip, rather. Um, so, you know, eventually we'll get all the way around it. Uh, but that's all we've got mapped out so far. Um, probably in December of this year, We'll probably add more trips um, to the calendar for next year. Um, the the ones, especially towards the end of the year. I know people. You know, some people have to pick vacations and things of that nature. Um, you know, at the end of the year. So we want to make sure we get stuff out there that they can sign up for and make plans for. Um, you know, however, it'll also be based on interest. You know, mm -hmm. um, depending on what what locations people are interested in going to. Um, you know, we'll we'll probably go back to the you know, there's so much stuff to explore in the Ozark National Forest. We'll probably always have a trip there. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be different. You know, we won't always go on the same route. Uh, we'll we'll change it up. Um, probably end up, you know, naming those some way, form, or fashion so you'll know if it's one you've been on already or not. But um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the, the plan so far. Um, I've had a, a very positive response from uh, – uh, especially the people in the Overland community. Um, I was blown away at the Moore Expo at how many people um, that are in the industry that came up to my booth and said, hey, what can we do to help you? You know, what, you know, um, uh, Overland Spice, in fact, uh, we've been talking uh, yesterday and, and at the event and all that, and uh, uh, they're going to help us out. You know, we're going to be using their spices on our trips. Um, got to speak with uh, uh, Got Your Six Coffee, um, working on a deal with them, uh, maybe sponsoring our coffee for, you know, for breakfast, what an awesome thing that would be. Um, you know, and uh, of course, Midland, you know, talked to them and they were super supportive. You know, I had other vendors, you know, that were like, hey, 
you know, tell me about what you're doing because I think this is awesome. And, you know, they're like, what a, what a great concept, you know, to help people get involved and, and help them, you know, get started in their journey. Um, you know, there's a place for, for rooftop tents and, and really expensive trailers and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, you don't just show up on day one with a, you know, $60,000 trailer behind a, you know, an $80,000 vehicle and say, hey, let's figure this out. Um, yeah. you generally yeah. start with whatever you've got sitting in the driveway. Um, you know, the cooler that you used for all the kids' ball games and you know, whatever tent, you know, was in the attic that, that dad used to use or, or whatever the case may be, you know, or, mm-hmm. or the one at Walmart. Um, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of my stuff that I use today come from Walmart. Um, you know, um but you don't know what you need until you get out there and, and you get to doing it and, and you just figure it out. And I know me for, for one, have spent money on things that I thought I needed, get out there and they're like, oh, this is a horrible idea, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, that, you know, all these different things have been in my kit at one time or another and now they're just sitting on the shelf in the garage, you know, because um, you know, I have a, I have a two use rule and if I can't use it for two things, I, it probably ain't going to make it on the truck, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, um, but you know, you don't know that stuff until you get out there and get to doing it and, and yeah. learn. Oh, yeah. I know you've thing. changed this recently. Um, and, uh, we do have a question about it on the show. It says the price they're showing is different than the price on the website on my phone. So you've changed the the pricing on the website and it's because uh i think it's you're you're asking for half down now and and half later is that correct yeah that's correct okay so so let me let me show you right here tracy if you if you click on the on the ozarks one and click select if you go down it's 50 percent deposit for one vehicle one driver and one passenger so that's what that is uh and that will be self-explanatory on that so it uh i know up until uh just a few days ago you had that it was a little different you had the total prices on there and now you've got the down payment yeah okay so um i see exactly what she's talking about and yeah you're right on that um for some reason um the website the way it it does and maybe somebody smarter than me can figure this out um but if if i put the full price on that other section, um, it, it doesn't work out right when you go to check out. So, um, it, I don't know. It's a thing with the software. Um, okay. So, I'd explain that, especially like on the homepage, um, like under events where it says, uh, you know, it gives you the price, then it says 50% deposit. And then, like Joey said, when you're actually signing up, you know, it hopefully it explains it a little better. So. Um, if you got any more questions, hit me up on the website. There's all kinds of contact us locations on there. I'll be glad yeah. to explain everything that I can. Awesome. Hey, Kara, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being on here. Uh, I think Kara's got the night off. She had to reschedule her, her show for tonight. Uh, she had uh, the lady she was going to interview actually got hurt working on her Jeep. So uh, I, hate to, I hate to hear that. So I hope she recovers and you get to do that, Kara. So, so tell us, uh, where do you think, Brad, tell us, where do you think, uh, where do you see this going five or 10 years down the road? Where would you like it to be five or 10 years from now? Uh-huh. So, so my goal is, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> fairly close to home. 
Um, the the objective is to um, have five to six trips a year, and then every couple of years drop two off and add two, and then okay. as things progress. And as I get more familiar with other locations and things of that nature, um, then we will rotate trips all the way through. And then at some point, we'll go back and pick up a trip that hadn't been on the market, you know, on our website for, you know, three or four years. We'll add that back if it was a popular trip, but you know, mm -hmm. it might be a trip that, that nobody was interested in going on for whatever reason. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be trips that are going to be more popular than others. Um, it, you know, it just goes to reason. Um, but, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I, will it expand, say, to Colorado and New Mexico and places like that? Um, if the interest is there, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, but we'll, awesome. we'll see what um, it, um, it has potential, but we'll just have to see what the market will bear, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know. Any, anything can happen. But, um uh, I think you've got it well thought out. I think you've got it planned. I've got you. I think you've got a great base of where to start uh, your Thank first three trips. Um, you know, and I, I saw that uh, that you and Matt and several went out and, and ran the Kentucky Adventure Trail not very long ago to try to map it out and see how it would go. So you, you're doing your research yep. and, uh, you know, people know you. Uh, you're somebody that can be trusted. It's not somebody that's popped up out of the woodwork and and bought an overland vehicle and said, Hey, I want to go out here and lead people on trails. I mean, you've done it. Right. Uh, yeah. so it, it's, uh, you're somebody that people will get behind and somebody that we can definitely put out there is saying, Hey, we know this guy, you can trust this right. guy and you'll have a great time. I promise. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't know this, but I've, I've been a, a part of the Jeep Jamboree USA trail guides, um, at birds, uh, for eight out of the last 10 years. So, um, mm. I've got experience, you know, working with people and groups and things of that nature. Um, my favorite thing about doing that is, um, you know, for the most part, most people um, are, you know, they want to, to gravitate toward the harder trails and the, and the more advanced stuff. But I was always like, no, I want to work with the people that have the paper license plate still on their Jeep. And I want to work with the people that, that don't even know how to put their Jeep in four-wheel drive. You know, yeah. um, those are the people I want to work with because personally, I get a lot of satisfaction from from the the day one on the on the you know the Thursday or Friday when they line when the, when they line up Friday morning to do a trail and and we're having to explain to them the basics of you know how to get their truck in four wheel drive when do they need to use low range when do they not. Um, you know, all these different things that we take for granted because we've been doing it for so long. And to see the, the way they react on the first trail that they do compared to the way they react on the last trail that they do before they go home is just amazing to me. The, the yeah. excitement, uh, the feeling of accomplishment, you know, um, they feel like they can conquer the world. And, you know, that's, that's what I want to get from, from our customers you know, is, you know, you're not going to be too inexperienced to come on these trips because yeah. our goal is to help you gain that confidence, not only in your driving, uh, you know, learning how to be spotted. Um, you know, there's something to that, you know. Um, I'm not saying that we're necessarily going to teach you how to spot. You may or may not be ready for that. But 
Hmm. You know, to know how to be spotted and to be able to trust somebody, you know, to help you get through an obstacle, um, um, you know, there's just something to be said for that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, our goal is to educate and we want to hmm. educate on anything that we possibly can that has anything to do with over Yeah. Well, I, I think you, uh, definitely think you got something going here. Uh, it's, you know, on, on the trip that I went on, there was, uh, people spotting. I wasn't nervous at all. Uh, they, they, they showed me where to go. And, and then when we got to camp, set everything up while they were cooking, we were talking about it, you know, and, and we were just going over the day and, and some right. people who had never done that before, they were like, man, I was, I was really nervous on that. And I said, well, you know, there's, there's always people looking out for you. There's people out there watching, making sure that you don't damage anything, that you don't turn over, that you don't hurt yourself. And, you know, that's why they're there. And, and it's just a, a, a peace of mind and just giving everybody a peace of mind. You're here to enjoy yourself and, you know, take a load off. Uh, if you're a newbie, uh, yeah, you're going to learn. And, and the more that you do this, the, m- the more educated you will become. And if you're somebody who is a seasoned veteran, this is something that you will go out there and you will just be pampered because you won't have to dirty all the dishes and clean off the, all the dishes and build the fire. You can just sit down and visit with everybody and share your knowledge with everybody around the campfire. Right. So it's something for everybody. Well, I yeah, wish you all the best, uh, Brad. I, I think uh, I, I'm real excited. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt, uh, wearing the shirt. Uh, Tony's wearing the shirt. We're supporting the shirt now. Uh, we're supporting you, and uh, I think that it's going to be really good. And I really hope, uh, and we got the patches too. Um, and so I really hope that uh, you know one day we can get out there and go on one of these trips with you and experience it firsthand. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, just let me know when you want to go, man. Rock on. Well, me and Tony's always up for an adventure, aren't we, Tony? Don't threaten yeah, Tony with a what? Don't, don't threaten me with a good time. That's right. <laughs> don't threaten Tony with a good time because he loves those threats. There you well, go. man, we, uh, we're, we, uh, we're about an hour and 20 minutes in, so we're going to have to wrap this up. But, uh, man, Brad, I really appreciate you coming on. We, we have really enjoyed visiting with you, learning a little bit more about you and what you've got going on with the Go Explore USA. And I really want to come back to this. Uh, in the near future, especially yes. after one of your trips. And uh, that way you will uh, let us know a little bit more about how it went and, and uh, uh, your experience doing that. Maybe get some people to uh, to comment on it about who went on the trips. I think that'd be great. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to I close with this. Um, the, the people in the community that have encouraged me and um, reached out to me, um, means the world to me. And I appreciate it. Um, that includes you guys too. Um, you know, I, I couldn't do this without that support. Um, you know, there's been times where, um, you know, it, it, with any business you get frustrated and you're like, why am I doing this? You know, and then somebody will come up and say, Hey man, you know, this is, you know, just really give you some encouragement. And you're like, that's why I'm doing it because, you know, I, I want to help people and, and I want people to uh, enjoy what we enjoy and uh, just make it available to people. And, um, you know, that's the goal. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. I guarantee you it'll be good. Guarantee you it'll right. be good. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Tony, I hope you have a great week and get a bunch done on your trailer, buddy. Thank you. Look forward yeah. to seeing you this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, Natural State Overland Bonfire is up at Mulberry Mountain, Friday through Sunday. I uh, hope everybody is able to come up there and support them. We love our friends from Natural State. Uh, that's that's right. our home. That's our home turf. 
And uh, so we want to support them every chance we get. But I hope everybody has a wonderful week. It's only Tuesday. We got three more days to go. Tomorrow's hump day. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. Live the best life while you still have time. Look out for number one. And don't step in number two. Go Hawks. Join us next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Boom. Professor and friends, 2022. Woo woo. Thank you for watching. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Professor Bats and Friends. Cha -cha. Enjoy the Professor and Bats and Friends.